Hello, dear friends, and welcome to the 5-Minute Movie Review. I am your host, Jacob Cogshaw, and today we'll be looking at the 1977 Japanese horror classic, House. I also want to say this review will be completely spoiler-free. Camera speed. Now, here is a motion picture film. A thousand feet. 16,000 separate photographs. Let's tidy up this tangle of film by putting it on a reel. Yo, yo, yo! Alright, we made it. First episode of the 5-Minute Movie Review. Here we are. We're looking at House. Spoiler alert. It's a great movie. I hope uh, you guys will enjoy it if you end up watching it. It's for sure a fun ride. I'll tell you that about it. It's a fun ride. House is directed by the great Nobuhiko Obayashi, written by Chiho Katsura, story by Kimagui Obayashi, and produced by Nobuhiko Obayashi and Yorohiko Yamada. Before we get this review started, I'd like to just say a little thing about the movie, and if you decide to watch it, how I think it's best viewed. When making this movie, Obayashi consulted not adults. It has very adult themes in it, but he did not consult adults. He really consulted mostly children when coming up with the concept. He was given the prompt by a studio to make a Japanese version of Jaws, quite frankly. And instead of making a, a one-to-one translation of Jaws, he, 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 he quotes uh, doing Jaws but with bears, something like that. But instead of doing something like that, he decides to consult children and make something inexplicable and experimental. So when you watch this movie, I think it's best to go in with a childlike mind. I think all of us as adults kind of go into things and have to explain everything that's happening or every shot in the movie when best, especially with this movie, it's just to sit back, relax, and enjoy the pretty sights and plot and wonderful characters and all that. This is a movie where if you break down every single moment and write a little essay in your head, you're really going to get nowhere. It's a movie that a lot of shots and a lot of plot points are kind of inexplicable and are just there for beauty almost or pure abstract artistic avant-gardeness. So with that little housekeeping out of the way, our five minutes starts now. <laughs> okay, oh my god, here we go. The five-minute movie review. Our five minutes has started. So, House, 1977. It's experimental. It's comedy. It's horror. It's all of those things. It is such a wonderful movie. And I think a lot of the time with experimental movies, they get into this kind of realm of being too artsy for themselves and not, not an enjoyable ride a lot of the time. But this movie, God, it is so, so fun. The plot just really drives along. It's a short hour and 25, hour and 20 minutes. And boy, will you not be bored for a single minute of it. As previously mentioned in my little housekeeping bit, it's just a movie where you can sit back, relax, and go, what the fuck was that in the best possible way? And I think that's part of the reason why I decided to make this 
film, my first film to talk about on this podcast because it's just so darn enjoyable, but there's still so many deep themes dealing with World War II and grief and loss and waiting and beautiful, beautiful imagery. But God, is it not a true, tried and true horror film with tropes and all that good jazz that just makes the horror genre so intriguing and so fun to watch with friends or family or or a loved one. It's just the best. Okay, here we go. We're going to start breaking down the writing. The writing of this movie is so good. Everybody who contributed to the writing, to Obayashi, to Katsura, to Obayashi's daughter, God, so, so good. It just moves along in such a fast pace, but doesn't feel rushed at all. The characters are so fun and memorable, and I think for such a short amount of time with seven main characters, more than seven actually, but seven main characters, each of them have such an individualistic personality and it's so fun to watch. Then again, complex themes in this thing that that could go over your head the first time you watch it but i think they're pretty present that they probably won't get lost on you i think some background information about how obayashi grew up that he was a hiroshima resident as a kid and most of his childhood friends died and dealing with grief and loss and waiting and by the way the movie is so fucking funny. There's a couple scenes in there that it's like, oh my god, that that's not fucking real. That just happened. There's this little scene with this character who's, I'm not sure his purpose is in, he's, a, he's one of Obayashi's friends, I know that. But he's in this movie, and he gets this pail stuck to his butt, and it's so fucking ridiculous and hilarious. I love it. Okay, acting for this movie is hard to analyze. The main girls in this movie, they're all amateurs. Their acting isn't great, but for the purpose of the movie, it's so good. It works. It's fun. It's childlike. You can tell that they haven't really done a whole lot of acting before, but it works. It really does work. And the adults in this movie, the watermelon salesman, the aunt, the the father, the, the father's girlfriend, all of them are incredible actors. And so that's a really nice juxtaposition to the girls' acting, which both styles of acting, I, I, th I think, really work in this movie, actually. I have to say, the acting did what it needed to do. And for our final little technical breakdown, the technical wonder. In this movie, Obayashi's vision is just so clear. There's beautiful cinematography, lighting, the set is so wild. It's so clear that it's built on a set, but that's what makes it so wonderful. You can tell that these like fantastical worlds were painted and is actual an indoor set this whole time and it's just so good and stylized and purposeful. And you know me, as a working editor, I always look in a deep dive into the editing, and the editing is so wild and zany and keeps you guessing all the time, and, and the feeling of the movie of kind of never being in one place and throwing you off and psychological warfare is so, so present. Okay, what everybody's rating for, my rating of the movie. I'm going to give this movie a 9.5 out of 10. Okay, that is our five minutes. We're going to go into the bits now. Oh, I hit it perfectly in five minutes.
oh my god we did it we did a review in five minutes i hope you guys enjoyed it and i hope you guys if house seems up your alley will go watch it okay what do i think is the star of the movie i think the star of the movie is the set design the set design is just so good and adds to the experimental and wild shots of the movie and wild editing i think it's just like what really ties it all together and i've seen some some bts shots of the movie and the set just looks so cool by the way if you get the chance with this movie i would recommend going down to your local barnes and nobles or amazon or anything and picking up the criterion collection dvd of this movie it has so many good supplemental materials that really help me understand the movie and kind of get the vibe of it. There's such great interviews on there with Obayashi and Obayashi's daughter and the writer and sound designer. And it's just really helpful to see how the movie was made. And I think that like informs the way you view the movie. Okay, we've reached near the end of this little podcast. I hope you all enjoyed it. Kept it spoiler-free. I'm going to keep all of these spoiler-free. It's kind of hard to put spoilers in a five-minute review. But here we go. We're going to reveal the movies and talk a little bit about the movies that are coming out this week. If this is where I leave you, you don't care about the movies coming out this week. I hope you all have a wonderful day. Okay, the first movie coming out this week came out today is Violent Night starring David, David Harbour. Uh, this one looks fun. I'm sure I'm probably gonna see it. Maybe I'll talk about it on here. There's this breed of, of, of Christmas horror, and, you know, uh, you know, I don't know how to feel. I don't know how to feel. I'm sure it'll be fun. I'm sure I'll laugh. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to feel about this movie. We have Spoiler Alert with Jim Parsons and Ben Aldridge. Mm, I want this one to be good. It's like a gay rom-com Christmas movie. I'm sure it'll be cute. I'm sure I'm sure it'll be enjoyable enough. But from the from the trailer, yeah, yeah. I hope it. I hope it's good. I'm hoping that it's gonna be good. I don't think it will be. But maybe. But maybe this also came out today. So maybe maybe it's okay. And then we got the Eternal Daughter coming out. And this movie looks so fucking good, starring Tilda Swinton. It's a A24 Martin Scorsese executive produced movie. Ooh, it looks so... Mm, everything I like. Spooky and... F it's so foggy. The trailer's so foggy. There's so much fog. Um, <laughs> but it looked really good. The performances look great. The story looks great. The themes, I'm sure, are going to be beautiful and moving. Maybe I'll talk about that one on here. I I'm definitely going to go see that one. And then quickly, there's a Britney Snow, Justin Long Christmas movie. And then there's, that's called Christmas with the Campbells. And then there's Salvation, Savage Salvation, which is with Robert De Niro and Willa Fitzgerald and John Malkovich. <sighs> Dale Dickey's in that. Hey, uh, I'm going to talk about that movie. Uh, side I'm getting so sidetracked, but... Dale Dickey was at the Sundance, was starting the Sundance movie called A Love Song. Literally probably my favorite movie of the year. And then on streaming, there's the Robert Downey Sr. movie that Robert Downey Jr. made. 
And then there's another Scrooge movie. Why is there so much Scrooge content coming out recently? There's an animated Diary of a Wimpy Kid Roderick Rules. That'll be fun. Maybe I'll watch that one with my roommate. (laughs) I don't know. So that's the entire podcast. Thank you all so much for listening. I know it's it's uh, it's a new it's a little janky in places but i had a really fun time making it and i hope you guys had a really fun time watching it just some more housekeeping things about the about the podcast so obviously the podcast is not five minutes just the review is five minutes gonna clear that up and we're also gonna do the rating at the end which you saw just wanted to say from the bottom of my heart thank you so much for listening to the podcast uh i really appreciate you all for listening it was really fun for me to make. I love talking about movies, and I'm going to try to like make this podcast a thing where movies can become more accessible to people for all different types of ages, locations, backgrounds. And so, until next time, I am your host, Jacob Cogshaw, and peace out, my good friends here on planet Earth. <laughs>